0: okay so now with a more direct approach uh this one is going to be recorded from our homes due to unforeseen circumstances and what we are going to do is we are going to cover the exact same thing that we are doing right now uh (laughs) we are talking today about the uh, an etiquette, the idea, and the uh, ways that have transformed the learning and the communi- communication in the last couple of years. Uh, obviously, we are talking about remote work and how to behave, and how did we manage to use the remote tools such as Zoom, such as Skype, such as Teams, such as what did they forget Jitsi, uh, Webex. Uh, Jitsi, Webex, uh, Adobe Connect, uh, and a bunch. So, please roll the intro, and after that, uh, we are back to our remote talk.
1: Kidoki. Feel free to share some intro thoughts. As uh, I'm sure you know, this topic is very close to my heart, although you, su- you suggested it. But since the COVID era started, I think our work has diverged a little bit. We have a lot of stuff that we do the same thing with, and we had a lot of things that we used to do in a completely same manner while uh, we were doing re- working remotely from home and doing the lectures. Uh, but also uh, I have this side thing that I do and have been doing for a lot of years. You don't do that as much. So I will be happy to share some experience from that uh, aspect of uh, our lives as well.
0: My thing, okay, uh, first I want to say is that, uh... What the last couple of years did for us is that you have much more experience than me, but also your experience is in thousands of hours, mine is probably close to that. Yeah. So you have multiple thousands, <laughs> I have probably around a thousand hours because I didn't, I wasn't shy about uh, having lectures during the last three years or so. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that thing, things we learned. Are more or less the same although I think that you are better suited to tell me how this thing worked before because from what I see and from what I uh, can understand is that uh, a lot of things that we did and a lot of things that we uh, managed to learn in a couple of years that we are doing this uh, has changed a lot when we compare it to what happened before so for example uh, before the potato quality of the usual web camera was usually enough mm-hmm. uh we got used to uh barely hearing the speaker on the other side uh We were used to talking to people while uh stuff was happening in the background, so uh people were expecting you to uh have some background noise and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, when we started doing this, uh, I would say during the COVID era, but uh, during the entire lockdown and everything else, I think that people started to expect more. I think that uh, also the lectures, so us, we also wanted to give more. Yeah. So we were much more prepared to invest into uh, equipment. We were much more invested into trying to create an environment that makes uh, makes sense when it comes to uh, presenting stuff and to changing how the stuff is being presented
2: mm-hmm.
0: so uh, I have a I have a cheat uh, I have a, a, a little bit cheat or a cheat sheet here mm-hmm. because I wanted to touch on several things but okay let's start with this let's start with the uh, what do you think has changed in the last uh, Two or three years compared to what was uh, actual before this?
1: Um, from the experiences that I have uh, in the past, uh, let's say, three or four years since uh, lockdowns happened and then stopped, and the continuation of that, um, in my way of teaching online, two things have been a major change. Uh, I'm talking in general because I was already very aware of these things before because that's what I do. I mean, you can see uh, right behind me some weird audio equipment, so I am an audio buff and have always been. But the first thing that has changed significantly is actually related to the investment into the equipment. Um, That can be divided in multiple different ways. Uh, Audio, video, camera, uh, various types of playback systems, whatever. Uh, Online whiteboards, for example, have become much more popular than what it used to be. And we, both of us, do that uh, uh, as a normal thing nowadays, even in classroom. And what I've noticed heavily on my side jobs of teaching with uh, VMware and others is that um, the major change has been actually in the, uh, let's say, area of investment into audio quality first, and then a little bit into video equipment, let's say camera or something, but not as much. Uh, There is a fundamentally simple reason why that is, I think. And um, oftentimes when I do online classes, because uh, you and I both have quite expensive setups nowadays and have been having it for, years now. Uh, One of the first things that people usually comment when I do online classes is that the audio quality is unbelievable. But it's not about bragging rights, it's about having uh, the confidence to do this with high-quality equipment, good uh, online platform that uh, does it justice, because uh, online platforms can severely mess up your sound. And then it's about being loud enough so that you don't have to constantly, you know, do a little bit of a game with the volumes and whatnot, uh, because people don't like that at all. So as long as you uh, invested a lot of time into testing and whatnot, uh, everything is going to be fine. Camera wise, I'm still uh, for vast majority of my classes, I'm just using the logic to USB camera, everybody's happy with that, no problem whatsoever. But uh, what we used to do a little bit more during the lockdown era, and we, I think, do it a little bit less nowadays, we also bought a lot of uh, video switching equipment and a couple of other things like uh, Blackmagic items and whatnot. I used to do a lot of classes like that, but doing classes like that requires a hell of a lot more preparation if you want everything to be interactive. And it's much more difficult to transfer that into the stream, and it it really depends on which platform you're using because some of them are better for that, some of them just aren't. As I'm sure you know that these sorts of uh, these sorts of devices are treated as UVC devices, which means basically they're treated as a universal uh, like a, like a camera input. And if you want to switch uh, different screens that if you have uh, like I do and you do. We have uh, enormous amount of video outputs per, of, in our computers because we want to uh, have the capability to share multiple different screens. And in my workflow, that changed a lot of stuff uh, in terms of how I do online lectures nowadays, because I have uh, actually, uh, like I have five screens here, just like in the office. And every, uh, every single one of these screens has a predetermined role and is connected to the system in a specific way and uh, one of of the screens is all about not being able to enter the stream in which I'm doing the lectures, while the others can be for PowerPoint presentation, for documentation, and for a variety of other, uh, let's say, materials that I want to share with my students. And I want to be able to seamlessly shift between those, which is not uh, actually easy. Uh, uh, having current state of the equipment in mind as again i'm saying that these sorts of devices like uvc devices and that makes it much more difficult to do because what we are used to do is sharing screens sharing screen versus working with the camera are complete polar opposites so in in summation i would say audio equipment a lot of people invested a hell of a lot of money into that. And we are no exception. We are actually much worse than an exception. We are extreme exception to that. Uh, a little bit less on the on the camera side, I think, in terms of online lectures. And then, uh, you know, depending on who you talk to, uh, quite a few people went into the uh, into the, let's say, streaming direction. So the that's why the uh, ATEMs and the other devices are so popular. Furthermore, uh, I cannot stress enough how important it is that we've uh, kind of uh, expanded on the use case of online whiteboards. I use iPad for that, so do you. And for that reason, uh, having the capability to do, uh, to do item-based, uh, let's say, setup, it comes in very handy because, again, I have a screen that's dedicated completely to that uh, that I can share with my students, and that works really well.
0: I'm going to say i'm going to say a couple of things mm-hmm. first yes uh what did it for me is the idea of being able to uh define another set of rules so my first rule was i want people to be able to hear me yeah this is this is always the stuff that is bothering you uh if the uh, even if the uh, uh images I wouldn't say potato quality, but if the image is not so great, so if the image is standard video or below it, uh, I think that people do not care. They do care about hearing you,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and do they do care about being able to read um, what you're trying to present.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So unless you're using uh, a software, because we are going to have to talk about the software also, mm-hmm. Unless you're using a software that is able to understand that uh, you are right now sharing, I don't know, a PowerPoint or presentation or a Word document, uh, people are going to notice that the quality is lacking.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what we decided and what, what was completely out of the normal um, decision-making back way then, was that we decided to go with the full uh, HD line of uh, uh, video streaming because we created our own de- uh, de- dedicated uh, video and audio uh, chain. Mm-hmm. And then we finished this change with, uh, chain with, uh, uh, in both of our cases, with Atoms. So basically what we did is we created the video chain that contains only the hdmi devices mm-hmm. using the pcs as the hdmi de- devices using our uh cameras as hdmi devices and then uh adding uh normal audio not usb audio from some device and then we created ourselves uh something that wasn't the normal norm mm-hmm. uh, if you remember back by then when we started streaming for the lectures in the uh, in the university, uh, the problem that we had was that the uh, software that we were using, I think it was Adobe Connect in the, in the start, uh, it didn't understand how to stream the camera in the same way it is streaming the PowerPoint. So basically what they did is they were trying to uh, stream those things separately in a separate manner, with separate uh, settings for the streaming uh, quality. And what happened is that if you had to share your screen, your screen was much sharper and much, much more usable than your camera. Mm-hmm. This completely failed to meet the standards that we were trying to set. That was a because humongous
1: we... problem. I remember that. Y-
0: yes, because the problem was that the, the usual setup that people used was they had a shared screen, they had some sort of a camera. The camera was pretty much something that was an afterthought. So, uh, some people even used 6, 640 by 480 uh, resolution on the cameras. And the idea was that the screen itself was uh, important. Uh, by the screen, I mean
1: PowerPoint. Do you, uh, sorry so, to stop you, do you remember how much problems we, we had with students complaining about very grainy shared? screen and how they were complaining about getting headaches because of that.
0: Yes, yes. This is also one of the things that happened because the uh, what the SOTA developers did is that they tried to um, either uh, differentiate between uh, having a solution that is going to understand this is a PowerPoint, and this is a running uh, camera that is showing the lecturer they didn't care about the lecture uh, themselves, so they said, okay, the lecture can be seen uh, in lesser um, resolution, mm-hmm. but also they didn't care that ma- much about the artifacts in the streaming of the PowerPoint. I know that uh, in the start, Adobe Connect tried to do it the old-fashioned way, so basically what they did, they uploaded the uh, pages of the PowerPoint to the client, the client and they, they, they completely solved the problem of artifacts. Mm-hmm. But in the same uh, in, in the same uh, uh, time, what they did is they completely destroyed the idea of using animations. Okay, using animations on online um, uh, lectures is something that shouldn't be done, mm-hmm. anyways. But this was one of those things where um, uh, it took a while before people understood how to deal with different types of uh, media and how to deal with different ty- types of. Uh, types of I would say streaming ideas Mm -hmm. because what we did is uh, was outside of the normal um, idea of the streaming normal idea was you had a laptop you had your screen you had a single screen Mm -hmm. you had your camera and that was it Mm -hmm. you had to make do with what you had and I would say that the biggest thing that changed on our side is if you remember back then you were using two monitors I started using three Mm -hmm. Then you started using four and then five mm-hmm. because it just made sense. It made sense to uh, dedicate a single monitor to uh, having an uh, having an image uh, directly from the uh, Atom. It made sense to have a basically small production studio mm-hmm. because what we ended up with was something that would be considered a normal production studio maybe 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah,
1: but I have a running, standing joke. I think I told you that. My partner calls this our NASA control center.
0: Yes, but it's not, it's not that it's a control center, but it's... Uh, if, if we were using this 20 years ago, this would be considered a professional uh, video production studio. Mm-hmm. So, we are using multi-camera setups. We have uh, ways of titling th- things. We have ways of uh, doing animations. We are able to chroma key. We are able to. I used uh, to do
1: a lot of uh, lower thirds as well as a part of the lectures. I had no reservations about that, like intro part of the lecture, uh, lower thirds, demo part, blah, blah, you know, all of that. And I, st- I still have all the stuff. So,
0: all of the, was, things,
1: basically yeah. the graphics in the title. Basically, the, the TV that... TV type of stuff.
0: Yes, but TV type of stuff was was not something that people did uh, a couple of years ago. Yep. And now it became, first, it became available. And then it more or less became the norm mm-hmm. because people understood that the OBS, which was abysmally bad mm-hmm. back by then, uh, suddenly became a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, OBS had its had its own uh, reason why it was uh, switching to different, uh, it, it was changing. And mainly the main reason was because people kept uh, switching to it because uh, it wasn't only the lectures that made sense. Also uh, a lot of people started uh, streaming from uh, homes doing different things
1: to, mul- to multiple, multiple platforms the... at the same time as well.
0: Yes, they were using they were using Twitch to, uh, to stream gaming. They were they were starting different uh, streams doing I don't know uh, sourdough bread bread uh, baking <laughs>
1: or twitching uh, sorry or Twitch streaming gaming.
0: Yes, three-streaming, uh, three-streaming gaming, but uh, also the uh, things that people started to do. So, <laughs> for example, before uh, all of this uh, came to be, I would never watch a video of a guy uh, navigating down the canal in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and now this is beginning to start to be a norm because I was annoyed with. Uh, uh, all the editing in all the other videos because suddenly everybody started to use the uh, new technology mm-hmm. and i think that the quality of the image and quality of everything that was outputted not only by the people who are doing the uh, doing the uh, education mm-hmm. I- increased
1: incredibly mm-hmm. Well, it's not like we didn't need a kick in the butt in that respect. I think we did because the technology was already becoming available. Uh, I remember one more thing, which is still a thing, actually, from from that era, which wasn't all that long ago, but what, three years ago, uh, three and a half, which, uh, as I said, is still a thing and annoys the crap out of me every single time when I start thinking about it, let alone trying to use it. Uh, the thing is, all of the professional sound cards, and I only have, you know, Antelope Audio and Universal Apollo and or Universal Audio Apollo and whatnot, all of those cards have professional uh, ASIO drivers. They, for the most part, don't work in either Teams, for example, or in Adobe Connect. I haven't used Connect since last year, so I don't know if any kind of progress has been made on that respect. But the last time when I used it, for our mentored program that you did as well, for our uh, Linux students, uh, it didn't work. Hence the reason, and I know you asked me that more than a few times, why I have, uh, it's one of the reasons why I have two sound cards uh, for every computer that I use for any kind of online streaming. because um, the Apollos do not work in uh, Microsoft Teams at all, never have, never will, For from what I can gather. Uh, Same thing with Connect. Um, It works perfectly in Zoom. No problem there. And it works with WebEx too. But from the perspective of these applications, which we were starting to use more and more for because of corporate uh, company policies, our company selected that we are going to be using Teams and Connect. uh, Because of that, that started being very, very annoying. Very quickly. The second thing. And I'm hoping that this is not going to cause any kind of uh, you know, uh, weird thing happening in my setup right now. Uh, I had an experience a year and a half ago when I was doing online training from for uh, Dell EMC. It was a one-day pre-sales course about um, Dell EMC VxRail platform in a completely different time zone. And it was a national holiday on that day, so all of you guys were, you know, outside playing with the kids. It was nice weather whatnot. And at roughly 6.30 p.m. uh, I was still doing the lecture because it was in a different time zone later than than ours. So I started at 11 o'clock in the morning and it was supposed to last till 7 p.m. Roughly around 6.15, 6.30, like very close to the end of the class, um, I was left without power. I do have UPS uh, and uh, it could sustain bits and bolts of that. But it also taught me the value of having, uh, as we do, uh, a, a, a big setup and some kind of a smaller setup on the side. And I always have uh, a second computer on my desk, usually very quickly ready to go. I, oftentimes when I do online classes from home, I'm actually connected from both computers at the same time in the same Zoom, WebEx, whatever session. Reason being that uh, that was just once that happened to me in the past couple of years. But uh, I I got a hell of a lot of positive uh, feedback uh, reviews from my students because I was ready for that. Literally, I just switched to my laptop, already had all the slides there. My primary computer failed. The laptop was hooked up to UPS and it had a full battery that would last for another four hours. And I had a mobile phone connected to a USB power bank, uh, and the mobile phone was full, connected to 4G, so completely separate network without any requirements for actual power. And I was able to continue in 20 seconds. And they were asking me, yeah, do we need a couple of minutes to continue? I was like, no, no, let's go. Like less than half a minute passed. They were very impressed with that, which is definitely an overkill, but it's not an overkill if that's what you do. And that's one of the things that I also. And I, I would,
0: I would, I would completely, I would completely disagree with you on being an overkill. Okay. Because it's not an overkill. Because if we are going to change the paradigm of uh, the entire idea of uh, teaching, mm-hmm. and if we are going to go all in in basically, I wouldn't say wasting people's time, but uh, changing the way that people use their time, mm-hmm. we need to make. Uh, different uh, allowances for things that can and will happen. Mm-hmm. So for example, if you are right now uh, teaching uh, in a normal university, in a normal setup,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you expect that you are going to have uh, double screen setup, so two screens on your desktop.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You expect that you are in the classroom going to be uh, having a decent uh, overhead projector. Mm-hmm. Not just a projector that is going to be there for a couple of seconds and then after this you're going to just uh, scribble on the whiteboard or even on the blackboard. Uh, You are expecting to have something that is going to continuously show the image. The image needs to be high resolution. Mm -hmm. So I think that having a second device, especially when we're dealing with uh, the times when the second device can be uh, cheaper than... I would call it cheaper than uh, than what the web, web web cameras were way back then. Mm-hmm. I would think that this would this has to be just part of the kit. Agreed. You just need to have a device. So uh, when I was talking, when I was taking, if you remember that uh, exactly, probably a couple of weeks after the lockdown happened. I had to take the train the trainer's course in the Redhead. Uh, Redhead. yeah and what I did is that uh, since I was expecting the subject was going to break down. it was a course that took me four days, I think, mm-hmm. three or fours. And what I did the first day, I connected through my uh, my normal computer, so the computer that I'm already using, and I used my small laptop, uh, just I have a small uh, refurbished yoga. I just used it to connect as a second device, and I uh, called it in because I had to call it in. Uh, if you remember that when you are connected to Red Hat, you need to uh, uh, you need to take the you need to take the uh, instructor to make to make him uh, uh, understand that this is you who is connecting because they are uh, reluctant to let people in. Mm-hmm. And when I did this, I just saw that his demeanor changed. Mm-hmm. Because he said, "Okay, this is what you should be. All of you should be doing."
1: Yeah, this is what should be done.
0: And this is. Uh, I wanted to finish this uh, thing today with recommendations. But since you t- touched on it, I would say that a few things that we learned should be uh, should be mentioned. Mm-hmm. First is that you are when you do teaching somebody, you should always be using one device as the student's uh, point of view.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct. So
0: your device should be the device that is connected to the uh, stream that you are displaying or the stream that you are creating so that you first see that you are being seen, mm-hmm. that you can take over if your primary computer goes down because computers go down. Which happens. And, and no, no, nobody cares which computer you're running. It is going to go down, especially if you're doing hundreds and thousands of uh, hours of uh, uh, lecturing because computers just break. Uh, power goes out something can happen Mm -hmm. in any any point in time so you need to have a you need to have a a way of connecting to and seeing what the uh, student is seeing Mm -hmm. and this is one of those things the other things is that you need to find your setup that makes sense to you Mm -hmm. for example uh, I don't have any problems with regular uh, web cameras Mm -hmm. If you buy a decent web camera so something like uh, 9 series from logitech or uh, any other camera of that uh, caliber mm-hmm. this is going to be enough but if you want to do this i would suggest to spend okay a lot more but get a camera that is going to be able to first have much 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 better optics so much better image the sharper image the ability to manually uh, uh, f- focus the image so that you can actually m- make yourself be in focus.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, invest in a camera that is going to give you uh, the ability to work. So, uh, some cameras have the only a battery. You also need to invest in the, in the battery replacement so that you can connect the camera directly to the, uh, to the power line.
1: Yeah, no, fake batteries.
0: And then the other thing that made... A uh, whole world of change for me were these uh, were these uh, headphones. I'm wearing headphones right now, although they are completely un- unnoticeable to people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I want to uh, completely eliminate the ability of or the eliminate of the the idea of having a, micro, a microphone and having a feedback loop with my microphone. So this is one of those things that makes sense to me. You prefer the larger headphones that make you. Uh, hear much better what is being said. Mm-hmm. I prepare the headphones that are much more, um, I would say, uh, inconspicuous. I like to be able to uh, to look like I'm not uh, not using any uh, technology. Mm-hmm. So I like to have my frame uh, frame completely free out of the, uh, from, from the technology. And this is just one of those things. Okay. Uh, and another thing, let, let me just mm-hmm. finish with another Google. thing. Uh, the thing that changed the things for me was thinking about the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're normally doing the uh, podcast, we are using the green screen and then you are uh, overlaying uh, whatever you are overlaying. So, uh, for example, we're overlaying right now the gray, uh, gray background, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing behind me is an actual black screen, it's a black uh, fabric, uh, uh, fabric. Uh, uh, it's a piece of textile that is something like two uh, meter and a half by two meters. And the idea of this is for me to be able to do two things. First, to have a sharp image that doesn't take your focus away from anything. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is that at the same time, this serves as a good noise uh, cancellation device. So basically, it reduces the echo. Mm -hmm. So, I was aware of this before. But if you asked me three years ago if I would be able, if I would uh, create my own set that contains the uh, uh, fabric that is not cheap, also I had to invest into, into uh, uh, the fixture to make, make it work, mm-hmm. I would say no. Mm-hmm. But now it's just a normal thing that I do.
1: Okay. Uh, I have a couple of additions as well while we're on the, on the topic because this is super interesting for uh probably for educators all around the world as well. Uh, we both went uh, into our own directions in some things. For example, you prefer to have these uh, headphones, as you mentioned, they're inconspicuous and less visible. For me, that's uh, less of a focus. For me, it's all about getting the utmost sound quality. These are expensive headphones, very well known. Sennheiser's HD, HD 25, a lot of people use them, but uh, but for both of us, that was not enough, because I know that you have a similar story, and then our stories diverge a little bit. Because uh, roughly around the same time, I, I did it a little bit before you, we also bought some of these, if you remember. Yes. You you went with Sony?
0: I also, I also have one of these, also at my disposal
1: if I need to use them. Yeah. Exactly that. And so this is, this is not a pair of uh, cheaper headphones. Yeah. And uh, actually I have a very practical reason why I'd, I'm not using this when running around or riding on the bicycle. I, uh, I have a headphone stand here on both sides of my desk. One for wireless, one for these. And the reason why I have both is very prosaic. I have to tell you a story about this because... Uh, it kind of hit me in one situation that uh, it's perfect for a scenario that I keep on having. You don't have it because you live in a in a house. I live in in an apartment, so it, our environments are a little bit different. So here's the thing. A uh, year and a half ago, uh, roughly as well, when uh, right around the time when this uh, thing with power happened to me, I did an online class for VMware, and one of my neighbors was drilling holes in the wall for four days straight. Okay. Yay. And for me, it's not a problem. Uh, I mean, it's very, very, it's not really good for the concentration when you do it, especially when you have an expensive setup with a microphone like this, because this has been tuned uh, with a specific intent, which is to eliminate background noise, not to hear it so that the students can focus only on my voice when, uh, when I'm doing the teaching, et cetera. But uh, you know that those kind of drills, you cannot tune them out, it's impossible. But I was able to, let's say, modify the setup a little bit or the the settings of the plugins a little bit so that they didn't hear it in the stream, which was plus number one. That's why you need to have a good audio interface. Plus number two, uh, it was very loud coming into my apartment so I couldn't tune it out from my surroundings because I had these headphones. So I was hearing it from all around me because they were drilling a wall and the walls tend to make a lot of noise. Hence the reason why I asked them after I, <coughs> after I, I tuned the, uh, this plugin settings a little bit, I asked my students, to, can they hear the drilling? And they say, no, which was perfect. So the 70% of the problem solved. Now I need to solve my problem, which is I keep on hearing that noise. This is where these headphones came, like a godsend because when you turn on the noise cancellation on that, I was completely without any, any problems. So that was a very good, uh, let's say idea that was, (coughs) that was spurred by a moment, by a situation in time. And I didn't really think about it back then. I just kind of, uh, Oh, my headphones are here. Let me connect that. Although they are Bluetooth. So there might be some latency issues in terms of how, sound gets to my students versus how it gets back, but at, at the same time that worked really well for me and I keep on doing that when I have these issues. So that's thing number one. Thing number two, and we, uh, we talked about this multiple times, you and I, I also, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a musician, what can I do, I have a lot of audio equipment, and years ago I also invested a lot of money into various types of in-ear headsets. Uh, these are cool. Uh, because I can walk around even with simple headphones like this and still be able to walk around without having to think about anything, which is cool when I, for example, take a short break. If I need to go to the kitchen, get water or coffee or something, I can still hear my students talking, even without having uh, these Bose headphones, uh, a reason being that sometimes I just don't need the noise cancellation. These are uh, more comfortable for, for me because I've been using them for more than a decade. I'm very well used to them. So that's the uh, equipment part. We also invested money into various types of playback devices like BMD, Hyperdex, and whatnot. So there are so many of these things that we started working with, which uh, not only uh, kind of like improved our workflow in terms of the lectures. I would actually hazard uh, hazard a guess and say that all of that uh, those things, which I mostly bought, times two for both of us, I think that that kind of led us down the path of Getting to know more, even more and more about the streaming equipment and generally uh, to how to work with uh, uh, other aspects of uh, lectures that are not necessarily just talking. Uh, That's where, for example, you had way more experience than me in terms of the live pictures and streaming and whatnot. And as a result of that, uh, that's, I think, a part of the reason why we feel comfortable doing the podcast as well. So it's undeniable. But there's actually a larger point to be made here. And uh, this is speaking again from per- personal experience. Do you know the last time when, uh, when was the last time that I traveled to deliver a course? Can you remember when was that? Mm, not really. It was in January, 2020. Oh, okay. So, so in, basically, in a couple,
0: basically, a couple of months before we before
1: the No, not no 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 no, it was at the end of January. Basically, the, you, but the lockdown, hap- hap- lockdown, the lockdown happened. Lockdown happened at the happened beginning in... of March. Ah, okay. So it was a couple of weeks before the lockdown. I got back. We start. We finished the you know the exam exam period for our students. Started this next semester. First week, second week, we were online. If you remember, that's that's the scenario. So. Yes, right, okay. right now. So we are very close to year 2024. Basically, four years I haven't traveled anywhere for lectures. But I'm not saying that as something that should, you know, that should surprise somebody because it shouldn't. Uh, it's actually the opposite, uh, which is that because of the way in which things happened, and everybody went online, and we started giving lectures online. Other, other people started working remotely, so. It's all a part of the same, albeit larger scenario. Actually, the way in which the business has been done online has been normalized. And that's good for us, for both you and me, actually. Um, For example, when you have to do uh, consultations for some of our more, let's say, on mass courses like computer architecture, whatnot, you can do that via Teams now. It's completely normal to do that that way.
0: Yes, but I would, I would uh, go against this. I'm, I won't say that I'm against working from home or working remotely. I'm all for it uh, when it comes to some sort of the lectures. But I think that what is missing is uh, we need to change, and this hasn't changed. We need to change the way that people are expecting us to behave on in the uh, lectures. So I think that people are more or less expecting us to behave the same as they are used; they were used to uh, getting the lectures done remotely. So they are expecting us to just do the ex cut the talk and then to leave them alone, so that they can drone out and uh, more or less ignore us for the, for an hour or so. And they say, "Okay, now we've finished the lectures. Now we are going to do something, or we are not going to do anything." Um, Based on the results that the students got, I know that this wasn't the case mm-hmm. because the results weren't that bad. Uh, what was bad is that people didn't get enough uh, communication uh, face-to-face. And this created this created another set of problems. Okay, we solved those uh, partially by creating our own uh, safe space in the Discord. But this is a theme for another episode, Mm -hmm. please don't go there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to say that uh, I think that we changed the way we do things. We changed the uh, technology that we're using. The software has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. But I think that what stayed the same is the uh, expectations from the students.
1: I would say that they're even higher.
0: Uh, no, no, no. But I think that they stayed the same because they are expecting that we are going to give them more, but that they are going to behave as if nothing has changed. Yeah. So they are expecting that we are going to make uh, a complicated uh, multimedia experience available to them, mm-hmm. and that they are going to be able to ignore it. Yeah. And this is this is some of those. Uh, this is one of those things that annoys me to no end. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of the things that I was trying to make and I was trying to create right now, I'm unable to do it uh, because I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, uh, plan for it. But uh, I'm specifically looking away uh, behind me to see how much space do I have, because what I wanted to do is and what I wanted to and I, what I usually do, I create myself enough space uh, between me, the camera and the background that I'm using, uh, for me to be able to stand up. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I just want to walk around, you call it Professor Baltazar, but uh, I just uh, want to walk around and talk to people because I think that this is one of those things that people don't don't expect.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And we need to create some sort of um, educational environment where people don't just wait for the thing to end. Mm -hmm. And let's now switch over to the things that we also learned because... Uh, in my uh, cheat sheet it says the backgrounds you mm-hmm. change those uh, the scenes mm-hmm. so we started to create the scenes the uh, subtitles the things that are happening on the on the screen and so on super source uh, yes the next thing that I think that we are going to uh, be creating is going to be uh, at least I'm going to do it uh, to switch from the green screen to uh, an actual background. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to try to find a way to uh, create a virtual background so that I, ca- I can connect not only my um, not only my uh, green screen, but also use my green screen is, and is in a way that I can write down something on my iPad, mm-hmm. because I have an iPad here. Uh, and I want to be able to uh, create a background for me that is going to be uh, created by this iPad. So I'm talking about something like a, comp- a composite uh, back screen and so on. Yes, I know. And the thing that you don't need to explain to me is that you have an iPad, I have a couple of iPads here Same. so these are these are just the things that we are used to we are used to uh, using uh, working with mm-hmm. and we are learning we are learning from uh, people who are uh, doing the twitch streams. Yes. a lot of the things that I, I have seen are the things that also bother the gaming uh, streamers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that I wanted also to to, to mention is that uh, I have changed also two things. Right now, I don't use it, but uh, I have a, a stand up desk.
1: Yeah, I wanted so, to mention that. That's a very good. I approach. want
0: I want uh, I want to be able to uh, move my desk up and down so that I can actually uh, create the regular uh, regular lectures. And the other thing that has changed is the way that we designed our. Um, uh, Environment, or I would say the things that uh, surround us because we need to, needed to take care of the light mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about the light uh, just before you we, uh, we came online I'm going to demonstrate I'm going to demonstrate
1: a... and you just keep on talking
0: yes okay I know but you have a you have a expensive set that is based on Elgato. And I think that this setup is—it's uh... not
1: expensive; it really isn't. Okay, but
0: uh, I'm—I'm just—I'm just the guy who always tries to uh, first uh, spend his money doing the inexpensive stuff, and then understands that uh, he needs <laughs> to spend money. But this is just me—it is. I'm—I'm um, I'm the, I'm the polar to opposite say... to that. Yes. Okay. You don't try the experimenting. I think uh, that uh, I first tried with the cellotape and then I decided that I need to. You know, it's no more.
1: no no. Your but... your approach is actually to metaphor uh, to use that metaphor. First I want duct tape and then I want try orbit stands.
0: Yes. But what I what I do is uh, both you and I we have enormous uh, amount we did an enormous amount of uh, testing and uh, mocking about with different uh, types of uh, solutions. Okay. Right now I did a, a small count. I'm using 1 2 three four five six seven eight different uh light sources just to make this uh, scene happen mm-hmm. because i didn't want to have uh i have a huge nose so i didn't want to have my nose <laughs> uh, in the center of the screen i wanted to uh, minimize i wanted to minimize the uh, shadows for my nose and this was the main reason because uh, i'm that uh, shallow uh so I just wanted to create a scene that uh, has a soft, uh, soft lighting so that I can actually present something and have my ugly uh, mug uh, <laughs> talk to people while not distracting them with my nose. So this is one of the ideas. Okay. Uh, one thing that
1: I want to add, because this is the latest thing that I acquired for us, and I, I told you that last week, it goes completely in line with what you were saying about having the capability to do some kind of a virtual background, but not virtual background the way in which it's done in, I don't know, Zoom or WebEx or Jitsi or Teams, because that's not good enough. That's nowhere near good enough for what we need uh, at times. And especially now when we are, uh, because of the fact that you're a little bit under the weather, so we had to do a little bit of remote recording as well, uh, we have to consider the fact that sometimes it's uh, much more convenient to do these things from home. I have a Elgato green screen waiting to be put on my, uh, on my ceiling for probably a year and a half now. I'm very, very sorry to say that out loud, but it is what it is, because I'm both very busy and sometimes very lazy. But actually, uh, our next uh, endeavor in terms of uh, getting even better picture quality from the green screen is uh, I acquired the black magic ultimate device, which is okay. basically the best thing that money, uh, that a normal amount of money can buy for that. You can do virtual scenes. You can do whatever you want with that. It should also help me streamline the, the setup for, for when I'm doing the video editing and when I'm doing video montage and whatever, but primary reason why Uh, I buy these devices, and I do that after a lot of research. I don't, uh, as I said, I go in the opposite direction. I don't have a problem with spending a lot of money on on very good devices. I I like to buy uh, stuff that's tried and tested and uh, that I can see in action, either personally or from people whom, whom I can trust, be it online or offline, doesn't really matter. And this is the logical, one of the logical next steps. We have to have the capability to do virtual backgrounds, and we have some plans for that for future podcasts as well uh, that we previously discussed and we we're going to keep on discussing them. I want to have virtual whiteboard in the back and I want to have the capability to do easy explanations with that because sometimes we get really deep in, out, into our techno- te- technical explanations and at times it would be a benefit for our viewers and listeners, mostly viewers of course, to actually see some kind of explanation appear in the background of us when we do our regular setup.
0: Okay, but uh, I also want to mention that uh, the idea is to, uh, as quickly as possible, switch to completely virtual studio, since we have the ultimate. Uh, I'm going to throw in my Vive controllers and uh, my Vive trackers so that we can completely go uh, off the rails and uh, create something that nobody cares about. But we do. Uh, people like to see. Yes, but it it makes uh, a hell of a lot of sense more to create a uh, consistent uh, logos and consistent consistent things for the for the uh, <laughs> set that we have right now. Okay. <laughs> anyways, a- anyways, uh, and I also wanted to mention a couple other things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I learned is that you d- uh, sometimes need to take care of uh, creating your scenes so that people don't understand uh, what is happening around you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it movie magic because it's, uh, it's screen magic, basically. Mm-hmm. But for example, right now, uh, the reason why I'm uh, moving around and uh, looking at what is happening is that uh, at this particular moment, I have... This guy here,
1: that mm-hmm. <laughs> IT show that show podcast cat that hasn't been seen in months.
0: Yes, and uh, she's currently completely uh, confused by what is happening. But at the same time, I am w- able to, I was able to create um, a setup that enables me to have cats and also th- don't have problems.
1: Good for you. Which is complicated. Yeah. Yeah, you are the definition of a Facebook. It's complicated status in that regard.
0: Yes, but uh, the thing that the thing that I, I was able to do is to pull it off without cats uh, going into the frame because my frame is uh, set up in such a way that I have a lot of free space outside of the frame mm-hmm. so that I can just actually have stuff happening around me. Sting things are falling off, cats are uh, nosing around and so on. Mm-hmm. And yet no, nobody can see it.
1: Yeah, that's good. What's the next step? Okay.
0: So the next step is going to be uh, you and me uh, wrapping this thing up and saying a lot has changed. Uh, I'm going to give my three different things that I need. I think that everybody needs to do. And I think that uh, with up and coming things that are going to happen in the next uh, couple of years, everybody needs to invest in a good chair. Everybody needs to invest in a good monitor. And I think that uh, at least two monitors are just a minimum. And anybody needs to invest in a good uh, audio quality mic that is going to get all the information and all the nuances of the voice uh, over.
1: Okay. Uh, I went with your idea of the standing desk in our regular studio, as I'm sure you noticed. So I've taken the cue, not only from you, but I noticed people doing that. Although uh, your IKEA desk that you have at home has been one of the sources of uh, that thought process. So I appreciate that. Uh, uh, so your idea of having some kind of a virtual setup with a virtual background that is going to, oh, somebody turned on the super source, the cat turned on the yes, super source. Yes, <laughs>
0: that, 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 that somebody is black with white uh, spots.
1: Yeah. Uh, the second thing, I like the idea of having the capability to uh, stand up and walk around very much. Uh, For that, you should either have a PTZ camera or a second camera that's mounted somewhere on the side so that it can follow you while while you're walking around. And then it becomes the question of actually something that you just uh, unintentionally did or that your cat just did unintentionally, which is your camera, uh, if you have a PTZ camera, it can actually track you while you're walking around the room or uh, next to a whiteboard or a blackboard or whatever, while you have your iPad in in your hand and transmit that into the stream with SuperSource, basically with having iPad as the whole screen and your picture, let's say in the right hand, top right corner or something like that. That is a, That actually sounds like a lot of fun to me. It's complicated to do, but it's definitely doable. And uh, actually one of the things that I'm uh, preparing for you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Live Stream Director for one of our conferences next week. Yes, we have a big meeting on on Sunday uh, with our cameraman uh, to uh, do a little bit of the testing and setup and preparation, and whatnot. We are going to do some super sourcing as well, and that's going to completely change the way in which that specific conference's live stream is going to look like. I think for the better. And I've put in a lot of effort. Actually, in generally speaking, when we are talking about the topic, that we are not only about that conference. Uh, I've put in a lot of effort just like you did into a lot of different clips and intro and outro and between the lectures and whatnot. I have a whole library of those things. And this week I made even more of them because we have 10 or 11, I think nine or ten different places where we could place some of those uh, some of those clips. And especially having the conference that is, uh, that has sponsors and whatnot, it's very important to pay credit to those people who sponsored uh, the event, et cetera, et cetera. So it's the same as having your own, you know, uh, your video introduction when you do the class or lower third or, or, or whatever, you know? So I think, I think that that's one, one of the things that, so standing desk, cool, couple of cameras, very cool. Uh, I have a couple of these microphones that we can carry around as well, so we can do that. Although they are not as good as, for example, these guys are or SM7s, nor they should be or will be ever. But you know, it is what it is.
0: I'm just going. To, I'm just going to say that uh, the main thing that we need to uh, take into consideration when we are talking about all of this is that uh, uh, the price of the equipment is falling so fast that you can right now get the setup for, I would say, a third of the price that we got it uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I think that the price that uh, we had to pay for the items was something like, I think it was three times as much as uh, the regular standard definition items are right now. Uh, everybody went to 4K, but the regular uh, full HD items are also available. So I think that the Base level amount of money that you need to pay to get extremely high uh, quality of uh, stream is something that is affordable to everybody who wants to make a change. Mm-hmm. Because to be completely honest, uh, an Atom with a normal HD camera is comparable to a regular uh, USB uh, port replicator for a laptop. <laughs> I I wouldn't call it the okay the cheapest one, mm-hmm. but if you are buying a real normal regular uh, port replicator for a normal regular uh, laptop, you are going to be investing something like two hundred or, or plus dollars, mm-hmm. and you can get an Atom for that money.
1: Yeah, used one though. I think they are still wrong. Rock-
0: used one, no, but okay, but still doable. I I I uh, what I require from Atom is to have a uh, image available. <laughs> I don't care if it it has been used or not. Uh, same goes, goes with the cameras.
1: Yeah, I you can buy. You
0: can buy. Uh, okay, it won't be. Won't be a Sony, but uh, you can buy a HDMI camera that is able to output a normal full HD and has a has a, a lens that makes sense. So, for example, use Canon. Mm-hmm. You use one of those. I um, I'm using one of those sometimes.
1: Yeah, this can, the, can the can Canon that I'm using is really old. Still, picture is very good.
0: Uh, the cannons, the cannons the have all uh, the, the old cannons. Have only problem that they have is that they are uh, switching on and off every twenty, 20 as
1: minutes. They, so. As they, yeah, as they, as it did twice during our uh, recording session. Yes, today.
0: but uh, usually th- this doesn't matter. Yeah, because since you are usually lecturing, you can just go on to uh, do it during the uh, part of the presentations, and you are going to get used to it and uh, just understand when this is going to happen and. This won't be a problem.
1: Okay. I have, uh, uh, before we wrap this up, I have a question for you because we are already ready for uh, that type of situation, but I just want to, uh, let's say, feel your pulse. Uh, how do you, uh, how do you feel about something? Do you think that 4k is a logical next step for us? And is there value in that? No. Okay. Why?
0: No, I think I, I must say, uh, uh absolutely no. Because I don't see any reason, um, as you said, uh, we are running currently, we are running in full HD uh, in 30 frames per second, and I'm pushing something like 34 megabits uh, towards you. The quality of the image is more than enough. Yes. If I wanted to push 4K, it would probably take, the data rate would double probably, if I wanted this uh, this, uh, amount of quality. I wouldn't get anything out of it uh the only reason why i would need to push something like this would be if something uh if i wanted to change something and i wanted to create some sort of uh, some sort of uh, special effects thing for something so i don't see any reason to upgrade when we are talking about the lecturer mm-hmm. of upgrading to 4k okay it, it can make sense if we are doing something outside if we are filming something, you have a lot of details in the, in the image and you want to uh, preserve those details. But when we are talking about uh, teaching, when we are talking about uh, getting stuff available uh, along the streamers, I don't think that using, uh, using uh, 4K as an idea makes any sense. I would much better prefer to have a regular camera that has much better lenses and it's full HD, then have a, 4G, a 4K camera that is going to have uh, inferior lenses, mm-hmm. simply because the camera itself is going to cost too much.
1: Okay. Just a question. Feel free to wrap this up if you don't have any additional uh, questions.
0: I have a just one question when you're we talking about 4K. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it makes sense to invest in 4K, uh, because we are not only talking about cameras, we are also talking about, I need to make the get this guy out, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, we need to also talk about the entire uh, chain. Yeah. the cameras are more expensive but not that expensive. No all the, cameras are 4k
1: uh, now, so that's not a problem.
0: Yes, the uh, video mixers so so they are not that expensive they are they're they getting there.
1: No the problem but The problem with that... the, the video mixers is actually there aren't any that are uh, at, at least no items at least. there are 4k and ISO. 4K model exists, yes, but there is no and ISO.
0: This is this the reason. This was the reason why I started the question. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the rest of the chain? Because you need enormous amount of disk space. Mm-hmm. You need enormous amount of uh, power to be able to edit this video. Mm-hmm. And the end result is not that better.
1: Yeah, I have a couple of ideas. So, as I'm sure you remember, uh, I bought that quad deck link or what it was uh, last year. I actually ordered it by mistake. I thought I removed it from my shopping list when I was buying some equipment, but we are ready for 4K. It has four inputs. That's more than enough for the stuff that we do for our streams. Uh, the backend problem of that is going to be disk space and disk speed, in a way, definitely. Reason being that this just, I mean, in terms of the bandwidth and whatnot, you have to be full NVMe. And then the, the last problem in there is the uh, video editing procedure. I have a feeling that somebody is going to give me a Threadripper Pro and that's going to go away.
0: Yes, this is. This I is mean, that's the only things.
1: way, literally.
0: But on the other hand, uh, I think this is the same thing as it is with the Intel 14, uh,
1: 4900.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just a thing that people are talking about, but doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, I I will definitely have benefits out of having, let's say a much, much faster graphic card because the app that I'm uh, switching to can use graphic card for all the whole process. So yeah, but I get where you're going. I have 3,900 K here in my computer, which is much faster than what I, what I had before that, but still, you know, exporting a video of the stuff that we do for podcast with all of the uh, all of the stuff that I sometimes add so the intro outro a little bit of music audio leveling whatnot it's not a complicated process in terms of the amount of time that it takes me to do the editing part but the export part takes like half an hour for every episode and I would like that to shrink and if and if, if, if you go for uh, 4K,
0: 4k we are not going to get anything back nope but we are going to double probably double it at the time
1: yeah but still you know we are growing we are going forward so you never know maybe a year from now maybe we'll have uh, uh, somebody who is a permanent video editor who's going to do that for us either way so we are we are not going to care
0: okay on that idea <laughs> let's finish this thing up okay before my cat uh, neighbor is able to uh, able to switch me completely off mm-hmm. Uh, And I think that the reason why uh, she decided that this is the good thing to do is because I think that the small uh, feet decided that the atom is uh, warm. Mm -hmm. So the cat needs to be taken off the atom. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to bid you farewell and good night. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that uh, this has been an episode on us Rambling about uh, different types of streaming and different types types of uh, 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 advices on how to stream, what to do, how to use it, and so on. See you next week. Yeah, I do hope that we are going to be uh, again live from the studio. Yeah, but I have a sneaky feeling that we are going to do another episode uh,
1: online. Yeah, you need to get better, and then everything is going to be easier.
0: And it's not only this, but uh, it's going to save us a lot of time before we can uh, do it, because there is a national holiday next week. So yeah. uh, there is going to be a lot of time uh, dedicated to uh, family affairs and so on. Yeah. So until next time, uh, see you. Uh, thank you. Bye-bye. And I was Yasmin.
1: I'm still veteran, and he is still Yasmin, but bye.
0: <laughs> yes, but it depends, it depends. I th- I thought about I thought about changing my to Jasmina, name. To Yasmina perhaps. Uh, no 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 because I I kept g- uh, getting called Jasmine mm-hmm. and uh it starts to annoy me or when it comes to Germans I'm getting called Frau Jasmin and uh, I don't think I don't know which is more annoying uh, having your name changed or having your uh, sex changed. So um I need to <laughs> I need to work on this and uh, I'll I'll get back to you. Yeah okay. So Yes. See, ya. See Bye. you. Bye.